Hello and welcome. I am Amy, your host for the This Is Really Happening podcast, the show where we discuss all things awakening process and the highs and lows of life with an added dose of humor in this insanely beautiful world we live in. Along the way, I'll be offering cosmic insights as well as tangible practices to help you feel aligned within your heart and mind in the present now moment. And as always, sovereign. Thanks so much for being here. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, welcome back. Amy here with a new show for you. Mm, It's been about a week since the last show. Well, less than a week because I'm recording early. Virgo rising. Hey, tapping into that energy. But um, it's just like I I made some comment last time about it being wild times and it truly, it just feels like it keeps on building and building and building and building out there. There's like this push, push, push and acceleration. Now we, of course it depends on how we're looking at it, right? If we're looking at it in a negative way and latching on to all of that, obviously it's gonna feel super shitty but if we are looking at it in a positive way in a sense that like everything is building but stuff is definitely becoming illuminated I I for one am seeing cracks the cracks getting larger in the foundations the structures that need to in my opinion crumble and be rebuilt anew that is not exactly what I'm going to be talking about today. I just, oh, I just had to let that out. Whew. Wild times, but everything, of course, is related to each other. Um, today we're going to be talking about like decision making and or or not making decisions and and feeling super stuck um and how we can get to a place where we feel like good and empowered and not constantly triggered of course this doesn't just like we make a decision like i'm not gonna be triggered anymore i am balanced and i am in control like it's not always (laughs) it's definitely not like that and it's a work in progress but i mean i feel like i used to be the queen of being fucking super stuck almost like Mm, like paralyzed in a sense of just not being able to make a decision constantly seeking advice from others definitely was not tapped into 
my inner knowing, my intuition, or my higher self. So not only was I looking outside of myself for answers, I was also trying to base my decisions on pleasing other people to make them happy. Because somehow in, in my twisted mind, I was... Like by making them happy, I was going to be happy at the same time. And that sounds all fine and dandy, but that's not really like an authentic way of being. And I will call myself out. <laughs> I think everyone needs to call themselves out and get super real, you know, and super real with what we're working with and how we can step into a role for ourselves, like on our soul path, feeling good, authentic, speaking with truth and not, you know, really giving a shit what others think, just being who we are meant to be. But the path to really finding out who we're meant to be and not giving a shit <laughs> is not straight. It's not a straight path, but it's okay. The, the thing is to not give up and we might really want to quit sometimes because it's like we don't see results maybe immediately and we just are like oh this is just the way it is and I'll just have this is my lot in life I'm just unlucky and blah 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 like oh my gosh like that was like my script <laughs> like for the longest time and I think, you know, in the past, like, mm, I don't know, maybe like four years, I want to say definitely, I've really like stepped into this like space of coming from a place of like, you know, what do I want? What do I really want? Enough of people pleasing and doing this other stuff. I maybe that sounds really Aries and I'm and uh <laughs> Aries stellium here, but I'm not I, I don't mean it in that. I you know, we come into this life alone and we leave this life alone and ultimately we're on our our own journey. And I'm not saying like screw everybody else. Of course not. Like that is not what I'm saying, but to to get to a place if you you want to help others first you must help yourself um so yeah you know do you feel stuck um sometimes we you know we feel stuck in some ways but not others so my question is if you are feeling stuck and I know like I feel stuck in certain ways too still that I'm working on but like at what point does the desire to change outweigh the fear of failure or the fear of um yeah the fear of failure the fear of of disappointing others the fear of, of changing, you know, because there are definitely we, we come 
to a point or have decisions to make that will change everything. Like literally, it's just like a um. Mm, I want to say something else, but Jenga's coming in. <laughs> Shoot, I don't know what that analogy was, but it's all good. But it's like you take one piece out and everything just falls. And sometimes that that really needs to happen. And like, if you sit and think for a moment and do like a, just like go back in life and think about these moments where you had an opportunity to make a decision and it would be of great impact looking back. Perhaps at the time it didn't seem like a big decision, but in hindsight it was. And like, so for myself, there's like these pivotal moments that I can think of um, where I'm like, holy shit, that was a very defining moment in my life. And it, 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 at the time, maybe didn't seem that way. Um, there are some that like, but I want to say for the, for the majority of them, well, a lot of them, the ones that like come to mind right now, I was really others like other people in my life really held a lot of weight in that decision like there was times where I knew that I should end a relationship and like pivotal time like my higher self was screaming at me my guys were like what the chain smoking cigs <laughs> but for real like and I just went against my myself and made a decision that was not the best for me like with certain relationships I'm like look back and I'm like Amy like seriously what what were you thinking like what were you thinking or it's not just, you know, like romantic partnerships, it's other stuff like staying in jobs or just like because of fear of like confrontation too. That's a big one. But, you know, with fear of confrontation, I think that is that runs very, very deep. All this stuff does run deep and we're going to get into that in a little bit. But like, for example, one one pivotal moment for me was I I was... I think I was a, a freshman in college at FIT in Manhattan and I had to take gym right and I decided to take yoga which I had never done before and it was like downstairs in this big gym in the basement and I could not stand it I literally like it was just made me so angry like and I 
my gosh, I used to joke. I thought it was funny. Like for years after this, I would joke and be like, I'm the only person that gets livid at yoga. Like I would be like drunk and like smoking cigs and God knows what else I would be doing, you know, and be like, ha oh, it's so funny. Yoga just makes me so angry. Mm. And, and like, I thought it was hilarious. It's this like story I had for myself. It's like, I don't know. And, but anyways, so for the, for my final for yoga, I, I had to, my, our teacher wanted us to attend an actual yoga class in a studio. And I remember not wanting to do it, but I also didn't want to fail, fail the class. So I remember going and I, there was a studio like a couple blocks down from 27th street. And I stood outside and just stared and like this fear came over me and I was just like I'm not doing this I don't care like I don't care and I'm not doing it and I didn't and I walked away and probably went and smoked a cigarette and drank a beer or something and like I so my fear of change was way too great and also at that time in my life I was very shy I did not like talking to strangers at all unless I was intoxicated I did not want to open up and like I mean now I'm still kind of like that but I'm just more protective of my energy and mm, but back then I I didn't I was so shy I didn't it was it was like paralyzing getting back to that feeling of just oh my foot is asleep holy crap anyway <laughs> so it, it just like I it's like I couldn't move forward and then looking back now I've been teaching for going on um eight or nine years I don't know since 2014 and we're whatever seven years seven years so and I'm just like wow imagine if I had like actually done that things shit would be different but it's like you can't go and like regret stuff all you can do is is learn from it like I'm not gonna sit here like yes I'm telling you about it right now but I also had like a lot of beautiful experiences in between that time and now and stuff that I really I wasn't ready I guess but anyways so we think about these pivotal moments just as a reflection not to to feel shitty about it <laughs> we do not want to feel more shitty we want to feel less shitty we want to feel good right I do I hope you do too so, so like, what's the deal? What is the deal with all this? Why do we maybe feel so stuck and, and have a really hard time making decisions? And like, why for me, like, why was I so scared to try something new and, and scared to, to talk to people and open up and like, 
what it comes down to is these subconscious beliefs that we have, these stories that we tell ourselves, or that maybe we don't even tell ourselves. They're just like playing in the background on a loop, like over and over and over and over. And like at this point, they're part of our hard wiring. And that's, you know, that's where the term shadow work comes from because they're like they're not always you know we don't always see them they're more like in the darkness of our subconscious darling but like (laughs) seriously so and it's stuff from these stories are from childhood basically from zero to seven that get built upon and I spoke about our personas last week just a little bit but so our personas are this like character that we develop from childhood we start developing our persona as a child as a means to receive love from our parents and to ensure that we are fed and taken care of you know we don't want to like mess that up so we want to make our parents happy that's where the persona comes from then it goes into like schooling and jobs relationships yada 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 but you know these stories we tell ourselves they're they're always running and it's it's they can be like of a great detriment to us sometimes you know and they're heavy they can be super heavy like the the belief that we're we're unlovable that was like a big one for me and it still is you know and it goes oh to some heavy heavy times in my childhood Mm. send my my inner child some love you should send yours some love too right now I welcome you to do that just a little bit you know you gotta check in be like hey what's up how you doing (laughs) show them some love they need it But so these beliefs that we have, this like literal hardwiring, the good news, the bad news is that it's hardwired into our, our brains. The good news is that we can shift and change those beliefs. Like we're not, um, we don't have to be stuck. Being stuck is ultimately a choice. So these subconscious beliefs they play out and they can be seen in like our our behaviors our reactions is a big one the triggers ah (laughs) the triggers when when so what is a trigger trigger is something somebody says somebody does something you hear like it could be like literally like a noise it could be anything something that sets you off it's basically like a a flashlight is 
shining on your wounds and your 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 subconscious beliefs onto your shadows and it's like a poking that's what it feels like to me it's like a poking like someone poking me my gosh I do not like when people poke me like that (laughs) who does is there a thing I bet there's some weird thing where people are like really into it I'm sorry if you are and I just called you weird I apologize please just don't listen to me but do listen to me. <laughs> um, anyways, what was I saying? My goodness. So, okay. Triggers, right? They bring up this, these beliefs. But it's also like triggers are, it's an emotional r- remembering that is linked to a past event. So, like, if you, like, break down a trigger, what's going on? We are triggered. Something just bothers the fuck out of us. And then it's, like, immediately, like, and I mean usually immediately, our emotions get heightened we either get like and it depends we could get like sad we could get anxiety we could get like super angry um depending on I feel like this has a lot to do you know with whatever the memory is that's like lodged in our brains we might not it's not like someone like says something and then we're like oh my gosh this reminds me of this time when I was like five years old and da, 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 da. like a lot of them we're not gonna remember but dude I used to get so angry I used to get really angry I have Mars and Aries and I'm not going to use that as a scapegoat but like <laughs> I've had to do a lot of work around that, like my, my, like, anger and stuff like that, my just, like, very angry reactions, and it got to a point where I was just, like, getting triggered all the time, I mean, it was just, I was so angry, and I realized, like, I really had to do something about this to come to a place where I had more patience and I wasn't allowing my mood and my life to be dictated by all this, like, stuff happening underneath the surface that I didn't even, like, really know was there. Like, I suspected and stuff. Of course, I knew <laughs> there's something was amiss. But I think it's really important if you feel like they're kind of out of control and they're running your life I highly suggest a book called The Presence Process by Michael Brown this book literally changed my life changed so much for me and I got introduced to this book by my astrology mentor Annie Botticelli and it's just life-changing I'm going to I'll link that below for you as well and um it's just 
basically the gist of it. There's so much information in this book and it's like a process you literally do. It's uh, breath work and meditation and you can do it one round, two rounds. I did it three rounds. It took me like maybe three quarters of a year. Not going to lie, but it was awesome. At the end of it, I was a much different, calmer person than I was at the beginning. And the thing to do really when you feel yourself getting triggered is to like once as soon as you realize it, if at all possible, just remove yourself from the situation. Find a place where you can be in a quiet setting and just come back to your breath and find a way to calm yourself down before having to go back into the situation or not like sometimes of course you can't always leave the situation that thing that's when things get more tricky so you could just try to change the subject um There's different things that you can do, but definitely once you feel it coming on, taking a step back and coming back to your breath into your body is like the number one thing that I can suggest. I will definitely have more suggestions, excuse me, and practices along the way throughout this show to help you with that. But remember the presence practice, excuse me, the presence process by Michael Brown. Good shit. So there's different exercises we can do, right? That's why I love, love, love yoga and breath work specifically. Those are my jams. Those are like my my go-tos for moving stuck energy and getting it to to flow in a in a healthy manner Mm, also booty yoga (laughs) um yes it is it's uh, a very like a very physical sometimes super intense with hit and plyo in it but I really I had this realization recently that it is like a a a form of physical shadow work because if you've ever taken a class and had a really spiritual experience you know what I'm talking about like bodhisattvas they know what I'm talking about of course this can happen in in any type of thing any type of practice you can do but that's the really beautiful things. Our, our bodies are so intelligent and, and there's so many different ways for us to be able to, to heal, but like integrate and get energy, as I said, flowing and moving in a healthy manner and to really befriend these aspects of ourselves that we have a lot of. So not only are the stories behind the triggers 
hardwired into our brains, they're also um, can be seen as a form of like an electrical charge within our bodies. So when we become riled up, upset, whatever you want to call it, we may feel it in certain parts of our body. Like this, the, these memories are essentially stored on an energetic level in different areas. That's why I love, love, love yoga, movement, and um, definitely breath work to help dislodge, <laughs> dislodge these, um, the stuff, this like heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. It's really beautiful. I actually had this realization the other day. I just started teaching booty yoga again and while it's a very physical practice because it has you know cardio and hit plyo all that stuff in it it's also a very spiritual practice and I'm like realizing the more I think about it that one of the reasons why I love it so much is it's really to me a form of like physical shadow work now if you've ever taken a class with me or just taken one in general you'll know like I mean we have some really intense experiences throughout the class there's definitely highs and lows and everything in between and of course this goes for a regular yoga class like oh shavasana sometimes it just hits real hard <laughs> We have just all these different types of experiences, but, but yeah, any type of body work, even massage, it's just wonderful for helping to, to integrate this type of stuff. Doesn't, I'm all about, not all about, but I'm a lot about making things accessible and simple doing simple things on a consistent basis creates has the potential to create massive change if you want it now um, if you follow my writing on um, social media I do a lot of energy updates and stuff I've kind of been slacking on a little bit just because I have a lot of stuff going on. I used to do it literally every day, but things are shifting a little bit. I'm shifting, I'm flowing, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. But, <laughs> but anyways, I was, I, I was, um, I forget what the transit was, but basically I was saying that you can't just, affirmation your way out of certain situations and <laughs> as I was writing the outline for the show I was laughing because I was reminded of my the words that I wrote about you, you can't do that because I have just the thing is what I want to say is we 
can really make a lot of headway when we use affirmations. It's not the whole thing, but it's it's a, a really powerful thing that we can do to to use affirmations and to help to shift our beliefs and rewire our brains of course you know there's all this other all these other pieces like shadow work shadow into integration the more physical aspects and meditation breath work and and perhaps even working with a therapist if you feel like you need a deeper support for that in that sense so there's all these different things we can do but the great thing that I you know the thing that I like about affirmations is that we can literally trick our brains reprogram them um (laughs) I I have a funny story. It, well, it's kind of funny. You see. Well, we'll see. So, uh, a few years ago, I found myself in a position where my whole life shifted dramatically. I was um, at the beginning of, I had my daughter, I gave birth to my daughter a week before my. Pluto square Pluto transit happened and I when I tell you my life fell apart I'm literally I'm being serious like almost every single aspect of it fell apart it was this time in my life that was so beautiful with the birth of my daughter and also so traumatic holy shit just like oh my gosh I'm not gonna talk about it now but just like I I'm sure some of you out there can relate to just everything just falling apart literally every aspect oh it's intense going through it and I'm actually still in that transit almost four years later (laughs) It's almost done. You just have to laugh. See, I'm laughing about it now. I wasn't laughing about it before. I was screaming and like cursing out my my guardian angels and spirit guides and basically everyone, including myself, especially myself. But one of the things that got me through it um, was I had this affirmation or mantra, if you will, and I was just so pissed off and so angry and overwhelmed, a new mom, and especially my parents would trigger the fuck out of me. Like, <laughs> it was really intense, and gosh, I love them, I do, but they, it was just a really intense time, we'll just put it that way, and I repeated to myself, I am a kind and loving person over and over and over always when I wanted to like lash out at something they said and just like anybody really I always had to bring it back and say that over a lot of the times I didn't feel like that but I feel like you know what I am a much more kind and loving person now (laughs) so there's a study done actually 
that was studying muscle strength and the researchers were curious to see if people could people within the study could increase the strength i believe it's their it was their thumbs and their shoulders by just thoughts alone and it turns out that you can and it's been scientifically proven i think the the increase was between 13 and 35 percent increase in strength by just imagining themselves doing these exercises like these physical exercises on a mental level isn't that so cool i am going to to link the study below so you can check it out but that's i thought that was really awesome so it actually does work it's not just all like la di da you know like love and light but no really scientific backing which i really like my my brain likes that but the thing is we can so these affirmations and wordings can trick our brains but for better or for worse right so that's something that we really should be super mindful of right because you see that playing out in the past if we look to the past but also right now in the media it is wild they have these chosen phrases that they have repeated over and over and over and over to condition the population and they did a really good job of it i'll give them credit for that that's the only credit i'll give them there they're very smart but extremely manipulative i could go on a whole rampage about that but i definitely don't want to do that let's take a deep breath in and out yeah no but so yeah for better or for worse so when we have certain things that we're working on once we get to a point where we have identified the the things that are keeping us stuck the, the things that are keeping us back from that from really going on a path of the things that we desire the things that make us feel free and light up our hearts and just bring like more joy into our lives right so once we begin to identify what they are and that's through finding like learning our triggers is a huge one and there's many different ways to do this as we go on throughout throughout the show not this show but shows in the future i'm definitely going to be going more into that because this is like a very big thing that i'm super passionate about and I've got a lot of experience <laughs> with feeling stuck. Yeah, but it's like, again, going back to when, at what point do we, where's the tipping point? Where have, 
where are we at when it's like enough is enough and like we're ready to make a change we're ready the the fear has reduced and the desire and the intention to shift something becomes greater sometimes we're forced to make a decision like we have to the time has run out that's it the time that has been maybe imposed on us by outer circumstances perhaps we set a time I know I definitely did this for something big in my life like I was so scared to to do something I was terrified and I literally could not well I had made a decision but did not act on it for like a year I just sat and could not freaking do it I was so scared because I have this had this like in inherent fear of confrontation and it held me back I that that's a year of my life like I'm not like you know so whatever eventually what I had to do was literally look at the calendar and be like okay Amy pick a date you're gonna have this conversation this really really hard challenging potentially life-changing conversation and you're gonna have it on this date it's gonna happen and that's it the end and you know what I did just that (laughs) I did I'm like okay calendar ticking down no stress here no stress and at that time I was had a lot of unintegrated stuff but you know what I did it and it changed my life and I I had to give myself a deadline literally like I was my boss but I guess I am my own boss but yeah we're truly at the end of the day we're the ones that hold ourselves back a lot of the time we maybe give that power away we give it to somebody else we give it to a lover or a boss or a family member or like a bigger thing like um uh government or society and what is quote unquote right or maybe a religion stuff we're just giving our power away the good news is it doesn't have to be like that and we can begin to reclaim it and I wanted to do a an exercise with you not so much a meditation but let's get into a meditative state before we go for it so but before we do I want you to just find a comfortable place someplace you're not going to be disturbed if you're like driving just pause this and do it later or if you're feeling like in a weird headspace pause it do it later and grab a pen and paper before you get into that comfortable spot it definitely needs not on your phone it needs to be pen and paper please 
So once you're all set, just take a minute to come back into your body and just know how you're feeling. Calm, tired, stressed, hyped up. anything and close your eyes if you'd like and drop down to your sit bones bring your awareness there relax your shoulders relax your jaw Relax your eyes and anywhere else that you may be holding tension in. If you notice you're kind of slouching, roll your shoulders up and back, sitting up just like tall. Tall but not taut. And I want you to think of something you really want to do. Just one thing for now. And just one thing. First thing that comes to mind. Something you really want to do, but you haven't. You've like, haven't gone for it yet you haven't pulled the trigger so to speak so turn the paper horizontally and then make like three sections so just do two vertical lines and at the top of the page write that one thing that you really want to do but you feel kind of like stuck on it you haven't done it you haven't moved forward with it there's a hesitation for whatever reason that we'll get to in a second but the desire is there to do it Sweet. Now, on the first section, on the left, on the, the top, right, why, why I want to, and then in the second section, right, like, why I can't, or what's holding me back, list your, your reasons why you haven't done it yet, basically. And then the third one will be how we're going to shift that shit and turn it around and make whatever beliefs that are keeping you stuck, we're going to shift them. Okay. 
So once you have that done, in the first section, just write like why you want to do this, like what good things will come, where that like desire is coming from, and why it's such a fucking cool idea or, or whatever it is you've got going on that you really want to do. And then I'm going to list in the center what the reasons that are holding you back. Like it could be anything, you know, like something within you. Like I don't think I, I have enough research done or I just can't do it. I don't feel smart enough or whatever. Or my partner wouldn't approve or something and then the third column will be statements declarations affirmations and mantras of how you're going to shift each like limiting belief that you have so for example We'll say I, let's say, okay, for me, starting a podcast, that's my why, that's my top thing. I want to start a, a podcast and then I want to, because I want to connect with people, I want to, to share my knowledge and help people help people get unstuck literally that's my intention so um, we'll keep it simple and short for now and then the reasons why I hadn't done it already would be um, let's see I'm shy what if people don't like it I don't know. I don't know how to create a podcast. I don't know how to to edit stuff. I don't know how to use an audio program. And maybe I'm not deep down like, who am I to do this? You know, all types of stuff, right? It's amazing. Like this may be, <laughs> you just like let the things flow because it's amazing what comes out of us when we're just like, you know guided by like writing prompts but then you're just writing freely you're like whoa that where did that come from but anyway so and then you get to the shift how to shift it send so we turn we look at like why I can't one of the reasons why I can't and then let's say because I don't know how to make a podcast and just shift it to something like I am a successful podcaster it can be just be like that I am a success and then the thing about not knowing how to edit a podcast and just shift it and be like I excel at creating flawless podcast tracks something like that and then once you but okay so that's like the surface stuff but then you get into the beliefs like I'm not 
deserving of having success like that. And just be like, I deserve all the success that is coming my way. Or I already, I am a successful podcaster and I have value to share. Stuff like that. Just, you know what? You got to like gas yourself up for real. (laughs) Gas yourself up and just write that stuff down. Put it on the mirror, whatever it is. Like once you finish this, something like you're really working on and, and stick with it for for a few days I would suggest like at least a week if you want to go hard and go all in go for a month your life will change I'm telling you this these little things that's what it is they're simple they may not be easy sometimes because it takes repetition and and a belief and it's it's um it's the intention but it's also the feeling behind it and if it doesn't feel good it's not for you it's as simple as that so here's the thing we can say and repeat and write all of the affirmations we want until our face turns blue and our hands are numb and we can do all these exercises which are super important to do but if there is not action that is following the intentions that are set it's going to be pretty dang hard to come to a place of success with that intention like you've got to act and do little little things every day come to a place where over time create a big thing so it's like yes we can raise our vibration get ourselves into a really good place like that do all the things, get all the crystals, meditate, do all the fun stuff. But if we're not taking action each and every day, it's going to be really challenging. And I know, ugh, bummer. It's like, it would be freaking awesome if we could just be like, sit down, get into the zone and be like, I'm going to tap into the quantum realm and get exactly what I want like that but you really gotta you know do stuff um one of my mentors she just had some master classes where she was talking about this like quantum leaps don't just happen out of thin air they they happen when there's steps along the way you know showing the universe so to speak like what you want that you're serious about it and then and then the big shifts happen and when you look back in retrospect you're like oh crap how did that happen but in reality it's the stuff that we do every day um in reality transurfing which if you do not know about this i definitely recommend that you check it out reality transurfing check it out vadim zealand it will change your life but 
in his in the the main book it's like books one through five one of the main philosophies of reality transurfing is there's inner intention and outer intention so inner intention would be let's say you have a goal you want to build a website and have it be really successful like get like thousands of hits a day and like really get your business going inner intention would be actually building the website or hiring somebody working together to co-create this um this space this online presence and so you're doing the actions but then there's also the the outer or external intention where through the steps you're mm, like emitting this energy that's tapped into the quantum to have it materialize in this earthly realm if you will um, and I'm putting this super simply if you'd like to learn more about it let me know I'd be happy to to guide you and get you in the right direction to learn more about it but yes action I'm telling you it will change your life it doesn't have to be huge things small steps every day so you're more focused on that and what you are doing rather than looking at the bigger picture and being like holy shit my goals seem so big how will I ever achieve this it's like you do what you can and then you give the rest give it people say give it up to God trust in the universe it's a thing it's a real thing I'm telling you <laughs> for real though so this feels like a good place to wrap the show up thanks again for being here definitely be sure to check out the presence process by michael brown and reality transurfing by vadim zealand those two books are definitely in like my my top five for sure so and um, let me know, comment below, let me know if you're liking the show so far, or if you have any topics you want me to talk about, I would be super happy to, to do so. So anyways, have a good night or day, wherever you are, I'm sending you my love, bye. This wraps up our episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the This Is Really Happening podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. Also, check out the attached links to learn more about myself, my business, Clear Channel Activation, as well as to see what I'm currently offering and other projects I've got going on. Thanks again you beautiful souls. I'll see you next time.